Welcome back to SVCC and me. I'm your host, Kaylee Bowman. Today, I have two amazing guests. This is Dylan and Aaliyah Weaver, all the way from Virginia. We were able to video call, and I'm just so excited for you guys to hear all about Camp Epicacica from these guys. They know everything, all the ins and outs. So let's go ahead and get right into it. And Dylan, how are you guys? We're good. We're good. It feels funny to say that. We've been chatting for a couple minutes before I hit the (laughs) record button, but you got to do what you got to do. We have brought Aaliyah and Dylan Weaver on because today we are talking all about Camp Efficacica. And I feel like what perfect people to bring on. You guys have this amazing, beautiful love. When did you get married? What year? July or 2021, July 3rd. Okay. So so your second anniversary is coming and it all started at Camp E, yes? (laughs) That's so special. So I would just love to hear a little bit more about you guys. If you guys just want to kind of introduce yourselves. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, I'll go first. So my name is Dylan uh, Weaver. For anybody listening out there, I'm from Berwick, Pennsylvania. I grew up there my entire life and... Camp has been really a big part of my life. If when we're going, we're going back this summer. Um, this will be my 20th year at camp That's as either wild. a camper or a counselor. I know it's crazy. I think about it and I ask the students every year, um, like how many of you are under the age of like 17? And then they all raise their hands. I'm like, I've been here longer than you've been alive. <laughs> um, so it's been, it's just been a really impactful on my life and my walk with Christ. Um, and it really led me to where I am now looking, you know, to be a youth pastor at some point, you know, that's just my desires started and grew through camp. And so it's been a really huge part of my life. That's so um, good. Yeah. And did you say you have your degree in youth ministry? I don't know. Say? I don't know if I said <laughs> I have a degree in youth ministry and that, camp is a big reason of why yeah. I pursued that. Um, yeah. Just the joy I got from serving at camp and being at camp. I just, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my life. So good. Yeah. He's definitely a natural at that stuff um, with camp and leadership um, and youth and all that. And then um, I started going to camp when I was like 13, um, definitely like a catalyst for my walk for Christ, just the fellowship and the community and everything. And I met him there. And then the first time I ever led at that camp as a counselor, I got put on the same team with him. I got to see his leadership Aww. and how how we, I know it was, it was great. Um, yeah, Rocky kind of put us together. He was like the <laughs> match. Um but yeah, I'm from, I don't know if I said, but I'm from um, Shavertown, Pennsylvania. So we're like 40 minutes apart, Dylan and I back home. Um, and then just like how camp kind of stirred things for him spiritually, I got, um, every year I would go to camp and I'd like hear these speakers and everything um, and learn more about God and how to defend Christianity to other people. So that led, partly led to me getting my um, my bachelor's at Liberty in theology and apologetics. And right now we're still in Virginia because I'm getting my master's in divinity. Um, so we're definitely, we want to be used in ministry. We know that's what God wants for us. Yeah. And camp is like our fail safe. We make, we make the time to do it, like getting two weeks out of the year from our jobs and everything. Like we make a point to do it. Um, definitely like a sweet, refreshing time for us. Um, and also just we learn something new every time we go there, like every single summer. That's so. so good. How about for our listeners? Do you guys remember the moment? Was it at Camp E where you had an understanding of the gospel? Like you had that moment of 
whoa, I know a lot of people say it happens to them. It can't be. So I was just curious. Yeah. So I, I think for me, like the moment that I really felt the spirit moving and I kind of understood why, why I chose to follow Christ was um, there was one night in middle week. I don't remember what year I was in. Um, but the one night there, the activity for the night was just this big time of prayer. And they lit a whole bunch of candles. They laid them all out in the tabernacle. And they asked you, you know, they asked you to sit down to pray with your, your family group. And then they asked you, you know, just as the spirit leads to go and just go out and pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the time I spent in prayer with the people in my family group, I don't even remember who a lot of them were. Um, just the time and how real and how awesome it felt to be praying for them. And then my brother was also at that camp, you know, and there was, we had a good time of prayer too. And just through that time of prayer, I really felt the spirit moving. I felt like I had had the, the knowledge of the gospel. I knew what the gospel meant. I hadn't felt it yet. I hadn't really felt superly close connected to God. But in that time, I think that would be like one of my first um, major realizations of, of Christ being there for me. And so it was really cool to have that moment there where I just, I felt the spirit um, and the camp drew that out of me, just the, the people that I was with the time I was having that week. I just, just, I, I don't remember a whole lot that went on before or after. I just remember that time of prayer being so significant for me. That's um, so cool. That's good. How about you, Aaliyah? Um, I definitely, so for me, my like catalyst of understanding the gospel and how I, like I, it was irresistible to respond actually happened for me at an event I think prior to camp, it was PCTC, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what it stands for. Um, but <laughs> camp, is, it, was, it was a great time. Uh, very, that's where I started like boots on the ground following Jesus. But then I got, I did get baptized at camp. Yeah. Um, and I remember there were things like, I, I know I already said it, but like every time I would go to camp, mm-hmm. there were things I was like, how did I not realize this? Like it, it's a saturated, like the gospel just saturates can't eat. Mm-hmm. It's literally a whole week. You are taken out of the world. You are there with other believers or people who are on the basically on their way to becoming believers. So I mean, and it's interesting to hear like Dylan's catalyst of following Jesus story at camp because we sometimes equate it to like when it, the speaker is talking or when it's a giant worship moment or something yeah. like that. But like we heard other kids too talk about how it's like the fellowship and the intimate family groups that you have there is really where the Holy spirit moves big time. So even though that wasn't like my moment that to understand the gospel at camp, like the first time mm-hmm. I definitely got greater and greater, like increments of understanding mm-hmm. the gospel at camp. That's so cool. I had a memory right as you were saying what you're saying about uh, Dylan's experience, my moment, I don't want to say it's the moment that I understood the gospel, but it was a very special moment and formative moment in my walk with Christ was I got invited to speak at a campfire when I was like 15 and I stayed that night and I got a shower on one of the ends of the motel in those concrete I'm in the shower. <laughs> those concrete showers where there's there's two showers but there's a concrete wall separating you and there yes. was a girl on one side and there was me on the other and we had this conversation <laughs> with this wall between us and it was one of the most life-changing conversations I've ever had. And the stars are just above you and it really is just a holy place. I don't know how people can leave there not changed. So I really, I really enjoyed those stories. Thank you guys. Do you guys have a favorite memory from camp? I like the funny cheesy ones. That's what I was (laughs) thinking of funny memories. Um, 
So like I remember my it was my first year in middle week and this is you know we were at the pool and they still had the high dive at the pool. Oh no. Um and I just I felt like oh I need to show off I need to show everybody who I am. And so my the first day we go to the pool I make sure everybody's watching me. The first thing I do is off the high dive and I belly flop and I smack right into the pool. <laughs> my whole chest is red. You know, it's a 10 foot high dive so it was not a it was not a fun experience. I don't know why I did it. Oh. Looking back, it was a dumb thing. You know, <laughs> middle school Dylan thought was cool. Um, but yeah, that was that's one of my favorite memories. There's there's so many though, but that's one of my favorites yeah, to, to look back on. I love that. Yeah. How about you, Aaliyah? Hmm. I'm just, I'm trying to think. I mean, we have we have an iconic memory there for sure, but I'm trying to yeah. think of stuff that actually happened <laughs> during the camp season. Mm-hmm. Definitely just I mean, I'm tr- I'm kind of blanking on an on a single moment or anything but just like kids make me laugh with like every like the things you will hear are so (laughs) out of left field but then it's also like seeing these kids who one minute are so they're just kids but then they'll also like drop these profound wisdom bars the next minute and it's like am i counseling you or are you counseling me right um i'm trying to think of a funny moment i mean when i was still you know pining after Dylan and we weren't like a thing yet. <laughs> there was one day at camp, there was like this weird obstacle course thing that we were doing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so funny. We were playing like tug of war. And it was like me versus like three little kids. And I underestimated how strong they were going to be. Oh no! So like I took my eyes off of them for like one second to see if Dylan was watching me. And right when he turned, they all pulled and I like got yoinked through the air, <laughs> crashed on the ground. I thought I broke a rib. I didn't. But yeah, memories like that. What's your lots iconic of, What's your camp, iconic memory? We got engaged at Camp Abe. Yeah. We oh got engaged God. at Camp Abe. Yeah, this wasn't during during camp. Yeah. But you know, um, so sweet. It's where we met. It's where we both had giant spiritual milestones. Met. Mm-hmm. We got Amazing. to see each other grow spiritually. Yeah. We. I think we were even in each other's family groups a couple times. A couple yeah. times. So yeah. it just. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know that's where I was going to get proposed to, but it makes sense. <laughs> so old, so many more memories. It's, it's so cool. And it's so awesome to see you guys now. And I'm sure you can look back on pictures of yourselves as kids and be like, who would have thought? Like, it's just so amazing. <laughs> um, Another question I have for you. I'm full of questions today. I'm just so excited that we're Zooming or what is this? Google Meet Ring Google meet Ring video. Like anyway, we're video chatting. So this is really fun. Do you guys feel like there's this unashamed, un- like completely, what is the word that I'm looking for? My pregnancy brain is hitting me right now. Just this okay. totally <laughs> abandoned feeling that happens when you're at camp. Like you don't care yeah. about anything, about what you're wearing, about what you're saying or what you look like when you're worshiping or anything. Do you feel like that's followed you into adulthood and into your spiritual walk? And how so? Yeah, I, I do. Um, camp was one of those places where I feel that a lot of people finally worship the way they always want to, and maybe even are just intended to. Like Mm -hmm. when I think of worshiping in heaven, I know there's like different, there's almost like different genres of how people manifest their worship. Like through denominations, you can think Baptists just stand there. And then I've, I grew up in a Pentecostal church where people do like backflips. Go crazy. But like, (laughs) yeah, but I like when I think about, 
and this is just anecdotal, but like thinking about what heaven's worship yeah. will look like, I do think it'll resemble camp. Oh, isn't that um, so good? You know, oh. and it, yeah. And it's like, and it's just about abandon because it's like this, having that as like where you're coming from, it can, it can still look different. Like worshiping with abandon for one kid might look like standing there mm -hmm. and just taking it, not even singing, mm -hmm. just, you know, they're having a moment with God. Then other people, it might be they, they want to get on their knees, fall on their face. Other people want to jump. They want to dance. They want to just exclaim praise and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so healthy to have a place where you can do that because it, like, it's not that you can't do it mm -hmm. in a church, but if that's not your church's norm, I feel like a lot of time, I don't know if it's necessarily fear or if it's just like a uh, awareness of people around you and you mm -hmm. don't want to distract them. You're like, maybe I shouldn't do this right now, even though I'm pretty sure the Holy Spirit is putting it on my heart to worship in this way. And I just want to worship in this way. We kind of like mute that yeah. when we're in a typical Sunday place. But I, I've noticed after camp, when we go back, particularly I've only gone right from camp to Sweet Valley Church of Christ, that spirit of abandonment definitely follows mm -hmm. closely right after camp mm -hmm. and sure it trickles a little bit and it kind of like not fades out but I mean I think it's since we do go every year and we get a two-week dose of that mm -hmm. I think that's why even in the churches we're in now we've gone to a few down here in, in the south like sometimes we're still one of the only people with our hands up when we're worshiping and yeah. stuff like that so I think camp has played a big mm -hmm. part in that that's so yeah, cool keep going yeah definitely double that just <laughs> Just in the in the worship aspect, like I definitely know that's where I felt most um, alive during my worship. I mean, there there was nothing that my church did, my family did that made me feel like I couldn't worship. It's just when I was at camp, it just I, there was something in me that felt like I could just do it more. Yeah. In the way that I felt like I needed to, um, and that and again, like Aaliyah said, that wasn't always you know hands raised on my knee. You know, it was sometimes it was just standing there and listening to the music. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have an outward expression. A lot of times for me, it was more of an inward. Um, connection that I was feeling to Christ during that worship. So that definitely follows. And just for me, just camp brings me so much joy. And so just being able to live the rest of my life with that kind of joy as well. Um, just seeing the joy that how, how I feel at camp and knowing how it makes me feel um, just continuing to live in that, trying to, you know, show Christ to those around me and having that joy continuously be there is just it, it's another big benefit from camp. Yeah. It's really awesome that we have a place so close to us. That's so, intimate to us as people of Sweet Valley and other surrounding churches, but it's so neat that that can be our baseline. Like that can be wow. our expectation. It's so awesome. It's such a blessing. Um, how about your prayer life? Uh, Dylan, you kind of talked about how your moment of just like understanding and like this huge realization and moment with Jesus was in prayer time. How has it affected your prayer life as you guys have grown up? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, my prayer time has gotten more, um, as, I, as I've gotten older now, has gotten more involved to the point where, you know, it, it used to be more shallow as a kid. You know, I'm praying that I get these things for Christmas. I'm praying that my, mm -hmm. I have a good day. You know, but now it's more, you know, I'm focused on others and seeing, you know, wanting to see them come to Christ and seeing them grow. Um, so like I know every morning I'm praying, I'm praying for Aaliyah that, you know, she has a good day, that her day is, mm -hmm. you know, spent well, that she feels the love of Christ as she goes throughout the day. Um, and so just having that prayer time, you know, usually it's so focused on myself and that's how I definitely used to just view it back then is just praying for myself. But now it's even 
comes out more is a lot of my prayers are consistent of praying for others and, and, yeah. and giving thanksgiving for others or just, you know, if there's something on my heart for somebody, just spending time in prayer for that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, good. That's so good. I've been loving this. This is super informative. I think it's really good for parents to be listening to this who are maybe considering sending their kids. I know I've had a few mom friends who I've met who have kids that are older than mine who are considering sending them to camp, but they're not so sure because they're a little bit nervous about the overnight aspect of it. What were you guys, what would, what do you have to say about the overnight aspect of camp? Yeah. Um, I can only speak for the girls dorm. Um, <laughs> Thank I goodness. Kind of the same across the board. <laughs> I mean, the staff are pretty, we pretty much you like move pretty collectively together. Mm-hmm. Like say there's like a kid who's having a really hard time. We're obviously not going to talk about that kid in front of the kid, but we make sure behind the scenes that we're like kind of networking with each other to figure out, okay, who's bet who works the best with this kid? Who's in her room already? What can, what can we do? to just, you know, minimize the problems and also being attentive to the kids' needs. Um, Safety is another big thing that we're all really, you know, serious about. Mm -hmm. Um, But the overnight aspect is something that, like, what I've seen, and I'm I'm almost always in the dorm with the girls, most of the time it's a first and second day issue. And then by the third day, they've established this place is fun. I have a friend. I have a, an older person I can go to and they're they're fine. It's usually the first and second night. They're uncomfortable. There's some separation anxiety. But if usually if they tough it out past that point, they're good and they're happy that they stay. Yeah. But those first two nights, let's not like they can be they can be a lot sometimes, but it's also not like it's it's not like an impossible task. Or yeah. anything right. like and you hear, you hear a lot of the stories of, you know, these kids who they did tough it out and they stayed and how much they love yeah. it. And yeah. I just think the, there's so many more of those stories where the kids who were there and they said, you know what, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to survive these next two days and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like a big thing was always trying to tell, you know, if guys were having issues, just like, all right, just give me one more night. I said, if you hate it tonight, you hate it tomorrow night, I'll send you home the next day. And then it always gets to that point and they don't even think yeah. to bring it up. They're just having such a good time. That, That's so good. Um, that it's, they're just so involved in the camp that they don't want to leave. And I think Aaliyah said something really good that, you know, a lot of the staff, our, our purpose of being there is to help the children. And so if you know, parents are worried about, oh, my kid's going to get left behind. He doesn't know anybody. They don't know anyone when they get there. Like, that's what we're there for. Yeah. We're, we're there to help them build those relationships with not just us as counselors, but with students as well. Yeah, that's so good. What are your camp essentials? What do you bring every year? Never failing. My, my camp essentials are, you know, socks and underwear, always a must need. <laughs> um, you know, for the middle school guys, deodorant, got to bring stuff for yeah, showers. So you got to, you know, the, love. The, needs. You know the, the hygiene stuff is always a need. But then other than that, um, something fun I always try to bring is I keep a little Nerf gun in my suitcase just in case I need it for you know rowdy kids or whatever. Um, you know, just just things to make it more fun too. Because you know, camp is really good about you know having that time to be you know serious about worship, serious about learning about Christ. You know, the morning sessions, the devos that we do that you know are really good. But we're also there to have a good time. It's oh yeah, fun. So just have bringing stuff. You know, have fun as well is also good. Yeah. How about you, Aaliyah? Your essentials. Essentials, make sure you bring a Bible. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you can't find one before you come to camp, don't worry, we have some. But if you can mm-hmm. come with one, that's great. If you can come with a notebook and something to write with, a big part of camp, it's going to be a big part of your time with God. Yeah. Um, 
So those are really important. And then just on a logistical side, ladies, you know, the lady things you need, but also we sweat at camp. Like it is hot. It is (laughs) humid. So we're like, bring some Crocs, bring something you can walk in and out of a wet kind of gross shower. in. let's be real. Um, (laughs) It's we're clean there. We are, but it's a shower. We share it. It is what it is. So make sure you just have something you can wear, put on your feet um lots of towels and stuff because we go to sometimes we go to lake jean sometimes we go to the is it the millville pool yep. that's like a pretty uh consistent thing that we do there so just make sure you have things that for like hygiene reasons mm-hmm. those are the basics obviously like deodorant <laughs> stuff for your shower stuff for you know when you're in the water we're emphasizing yeah. deodorant we especially emphasizing for middle deodorant. week please yeah. bring yeah. deodorant <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love the kids and it's so good. And there's plenty of deans, plenty of counselors, and it's just mm-hmm. a great place to spend a week of your summer. It's really mm-hmm. fun. It's such a blessing. How about this? I want you guys to speak to this a little bit. What is the importance of cultivating relationships when you're at camp? I know for myself personally, I have a lot of issues with becoming friends with somebody that I know I'm not going to be friends with forever. Did you have relationships that were just camp relationships? Absolutely. And I'm kind of the same way because friendships, I mean, if you want it to be what it's meant to be, you want it to be lifelong and everlasting and so deep. But even though these people, like there are, there are people like we have a group, a group chat. We're what we're 23 24. 24 years old and we are still in a group chat with people I met when I was 13 and he was 14 so I it's been a decade it. yeah and we only saw each other for a week out of the summer so and even if that's not the case like even if you don't have a group chat in 10 years that doesn't mean your friendships failed there's beauty in having like I don't like seasonal friendships you can be like oh I know this week I'm gonna see this person you know yeah. what I mean even if we don't talk every week there's still a lot of a lot of good that can come from that um and even if you're not friends forever or whatever, it's just for a time, I'd say like, enjoy it, be a friend to people as much as you want a friend while you're at camp. It kind of can't, you can't really help it while you're at camp. You're going to, you know, unless you completely shut yourself off for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you're going to meet people who want to be your friend. Right. Um, and last year, just an encouragement to any kids who are listening, your parents, um, you know, clickiness has been an issue like in in young people not at camp e but like they're you know kids have their clicks and their friend group forever you can ask any kid from last year they told me over and over again they told each other over and over again everyone was getting along with everyone like the kids who have their little niche things and they like to play cards and then like the kids who are playing basketball and dunking on each other were talking <laughs> and that's the gospel that that's is. the gospel Praise God. Cool. that's Unity. so good yeah so I would say don't be afraid about the friendship aspect. And if it's hard for you to make friends in general, like don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. You will make friends while you're there. You absolutely will. Yeah. yeah so. And even again, like Aaliyah said, if those friendships aren't for a lifetime, I think it's important to remember that, you know, God didn't bring you to this camp for no reason. You're not there to not serve a purpose. Like even if you're, this is your only time you're going to be able to go, you know, next year, you're not, however long you're not going to be able to go back to camp. Um, even that time you're there, it's that you're there for a reason. God has brought you to that camp for some sort of purpose. And, you know, even if it is to be a friend to somebody for a week, yeah. that's not any less significant than having a friend for a lifetime. That's mm-hmm. still very significant. That's really so important. good. What week will you guys, are you coming? You said two weeks, two weeks, What yeah. weeks, 
We're both going to be there middle week and high school week. Awesome. That's so exciting. Well, good. Do you guys have any final parting words that you'd like to say to the parents of kids who are, again, maybe on the fence? Uh, I do have something for sure. Um, I do not, we don't have kids yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm already kind of, you know, I have a taste of that mama bear in me. That's very protective and very on a logistical level. I just want to put any fears to rest. We are hyper vigilant over the kids while we're there. Um, if there's an issue on any level, it gets tackled quickly, quietly, and you know, not any drama around it. And we all have our clearances and we all have the Holy spirit in us. So, I mean, like it's a safe, place for your kid like they might scrape their knee or something like that but if there's an issue it's going to be taken seriously Mm -hmm. and a lot of the issues I think I'd be afraid of as a parent probably will not even arise at camp because Mm -hmm. there are very experienced staff very wise people at camp and very fun people at camp so like on every level I would Mm -hmm. encourage you to just have peace in that again I don't even we don't even have kids and Mm -hmm. I can imagine the legit anxiety with sending your kid with people you don't know Um, but I wouldn't let that fear be a reason to, to not go to camp E because, you know, it's kind of, it's almost unfounded at camp. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not perfect people, but we're very, I've, I've just seen things handled very well. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of faith in, in camp yeah. on that level. Yeah. And again, kind of going off that, like our, my desire when I'm there is to be an, be impactful on these students' lives that, mm-hmm. you know, we're not just, you're not just dropping your kid off and expecting them to survive on their own for a week. It's, right. They're there, with a, they're there with a group. They're there with people who genuinely love them. I, there's kids that are going to be there this summer I haven't even met who I already have a deep love for just because they're they're there. They're, you know, they're trying to learn more about their faith, whatever it looks like. Like there's such a genuine love there that um, you don't so find good. everywhere. And that, that's how all, all the counselors are. Like they're not there because they're getting paid a ton of money. They're not there because, <laughs> you, know, you know, they can get some kind of upstanding award for anything. Like they're there because they, they want to serve. That's their desire. Yeah, that's our desire. It. We've seen what camp can do for sure. Yeah. That's so good. Well, praise God. And I just thank you guys for your commitment to camp, for your commitment to everything else. You do so much. It seems like a year round thing that I love to see you guys pop into SVCC every now and again. I know that you're in Virginia, but it's it's been nice to talk to you. Yes, it has been so nice. Um, But we're going to end this now. And uh, parents, you heard, I'm pretty sure we covered just about anything and everything you needed to know. So if you're considering sending your kids to Camp E, the information is on our website. It's svccconnect.org. And you can also find info on our Facebook. But Aaliyah and Dylan, if anybody wants to get in touch with you guys, if they have questions for you guys, is there a way that they could contact you guys? Yeah, we both have emails. Mine is, it's still my maiden name, but I'll spell it out. So it's AaliyahAshton18 at iCloud.com. It's A-L-E-A-H-A-S-H-T-O-N 18 at iCloud.com. That's mine. And then Dylan's Yeah, the best way I would say is definitely email. Um, it would be one seventeen Dylan Weaver at gmail.com. So it'd be one seven D Y L L A N W E A V E R at gmail.com. Um, that's the best way you can reach us. And even if you've never met us, you don't know who we are. Like we're sweet. We love to talk about yeah, camp. We love out. to talk about Christ. We're, we're regular people, you know, we're at camp, <laughs> we're therapy counselors, but we're just, we're normal people too. It's um, so, good. so even if you never met us, you don't know us, we'd still love to have any kind of a conversation with you. It'd be, it would be awesome. Thank you, guys. Well, God bless you, and we will talk soon. Okay. God bless you, too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep, yeah, her. 
What a fun episode that was. I love the weavers. I wanted to give you guys a little bit more information on Camp Epicacica. So here are the weeks. Junior week is entering grades three and five. It's from July 9th to the 14th. Middle week is entering grades six to eight, and it goes from July 16th to the 22nd. Senior high is entering grades nine to 12, and it goes from July 23rd to the 29th. If you wanna go online, you can look up camp, that's C-A-M-P-E-P-A-C-H-I-S-E-C-A dot org, and you can find all of the information as far as registration. So get on there today, register your kids, and I hope to see See them there. We will talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.